I'm my best when I go to bed at night at a reasonable time every night. And I'm my best when I can wake up in the morning early before anything gets started and I can spend time just with me. Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to more mindfully manage your energy so you can feel good, function at your best, and lead by example. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashiel, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right, before we bring out our very special guest for today's episode, we're going to start off with a mindful moment. So I'm going to guide us through two rounds of balanced breathing. It's going to be a six-second inhale paired with a six-second exhale. And once we're done with those two rounds, I'm going to hand it over to Nick for our awareness exercise, okay? So remember, we're going to start out by focusing on our posture. Act as if you have a string attached to the top of your head, gently pulling you upward. I then want you to know that as we're going through this breathing, I want you to pay attention to your breath. All right. So really focus on your breath and then notice the sensations that you feel as you breathe, too. Okay, both internally and externally. All right. I'm going to count us down. Three, two, one. And we're going to get started. Three, two, one. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Continue to breathe at your normal breathing pattern. As you become aware of the sensation of breathing, let us just take a moment and take three deep breaths. I'll count us down and walk us through. Three, two, one. Big inhale. And exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Thank you all for joining us today for this mindful moment. It's just a reminder of how powerful three breaths can be. Most definitely. I like how we have it set up there. I kind of bring everyone in with the balanced breathing. And Nick, you just hit it right out the park with those, those three breaths. So thank you for that, bro. I appreciate it. Yes, as you all know, that's practice. Every time we do this is practice. We're getting repetition at being able to notice what's happening internally so we can more mindfully manage how we respond to what we experience in our lives. All right, we are finishing out our month-long series on women's mental health, okay? And as you have heard throughout this month, we've had some fantastic stories. And I can't say we saved the best for last, but I will say this is last but not least, all right? We have a community advocate and an award-winning multimedia journalist and host of the podcast, What's Good, with Ebony Chappelle. We would love to welcome Ebony Chappelle to the show. Ebony, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Ray. Thank you so much for having me and Nick. (laughs) Yes, yes, most definitely. I want to give you the space now to officially introduce yourself to our community. Let them know who you are and what you do. 
Yes. So my name's Ebony Chappelle, and I am Indianapolis girl, born and raised. And I have had a really cool career in journalism. So working in Black press, both in print as a newspaper and radio, now getting into the podcasting world. I've worked in public health and civic engagement and just different stuff like that. And yeah, I'm just really excited to be here today. Really excited to talk about a subject that is really special to me, and that is mental health cannot be discussed enough. So yeah, really happy to be here. Thank you guys. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And so definitely want to just dive into your experience, right? And your journey with mental health. Why is it something that is so important to you and the work that you do? Yeah, I'm going to try to keep this as organized as possible. (laughs) (laughs) So my experience with mental health is really varied. I think my first introduction to like having a mental health practitioner started when I was in elementary school. So I'm the oldest. At that time, my mom had four kids. And later on, she had another making the total five. But at this time, it was four of us. And my parents had just recently gotten divorced. My dad had become addicted to drugs. And then, you know, some other things happened and my parents got divorced. And I think I was like in first grade at the time. So at that time, my school had a program called Banana Splits. And it was for (laughs) kids. I know it's just so funny. It's cute and corny and all this stuff at the same time. But they had this program called Banana Splits. And what it was, was for students whose parents were going through divorce and they would bring us in the room. So we were doing like group therapy and I only remember a couple sessions, but that was my very first introduction to what that looked like. So fast forward in time a little bit in school, I was getting in a lot of trouble due to a lot of different stuff. I don't even want to go down the rabbit hole of everything because I'm sure y'all have more questions for me. (laughs) So (laughs) long story short, I was going through a lot of things personally, a lot of things at home, and it was showing out in my behavior in school. So one thing led to another, and I ended up becoming diagnosed with ADHD. Hmm. And then I had therapist that I was seeing in school sometimes. I went to go see my primary care physician and that was who, you know, had diagnosed me and I was prescribed Ritalin at the time. So then I got into this program that I can't even remember who ran the program or whatever, because I was in elementary school at the time. But there was some program where they assigned me like a caseworker of sorts. And Mm. my mom, I just remember, and we talk about it to this day, and she will say that she wish she would have done this differently. But, you know, at the time, she made the best choice that she thought was right. So I got home from school one day, and she just told me, you're going somewhere after school. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I get home from school, 
and we get in the car and we don't really talk on the way. I don't remember us talking at all. And then she takes me to this white building and I go inside and there's kids just sitting in like this little lobby area playing video games. So we're playing video games. And before I know it, my mom is gone. Like, I don't know where she is. She's just dead. And I'm there and it's me and some kids and we're playing games. And then I just remember a door opening and there was this big room that all of us came in and the chairs were like set in a circle. And it was time for us to have this group therapy session, quote unquote. Now, this was not as pleasant as the first experience or my experience at school with the counselor because now, and it's weird because like most of the kids were black and the people that were running the program were black. So we go in and they go around to each of us and they're just like, tell me why you're here. Meanwhile, I don't even know where the fuck I am. (laughs) And I'm just like, what? So then they're going around asking each kid and they're just like, tell me why you're here. And a lot of them didn't have an answer. And if you didn't have an answer, you were, in A, you were in trouble. B, you were going to go do something called Saturday Motivation. So, of course, I didn't have an answer. So guess what I had to do? I had to go to Saturday Motivation. So Saturday Motivation (laughs) was this thing where you get dropped off at this building like at the crack of dawn on a Saturday morning and then you do boot camp for a few hours and boot camp was us running around short ridge track for like however many miles and then we would have to stack like logs we had to stack logs up against a building like up so high and maybe do sit-ups or push-ups or something like it was a lot of like physical activity then afterwards we had a therapy session and then we went home but that was not my only time doing Saturday motivation you had to do Saturday motivation anytime you got in trouble at school because whoever these people were which I do not remember what organization or anything have no idea whoever these people were they were also like allowed to be in all my business at school and at home so they would make visits to my house and talk to my parents well my mom and my grandmother like how has our behavior been this week blah blah blah. and then the same thing with like school so they would come and talk to my teacher who was very instrumental in me becoming diagnosed with ADHD good or bad anyways they would come and talk to them like how was her behavior this week if anything was out of sorts I was doing Saturday motivation So that went on for maybe about a year or two. And then after that, I had started really working on myself to the point where I was like, I don't like being in trouble. Like, I hate being on punishment at home and being like ostracized to my room with no like contact with people. I don't like this Saturday motivation shit. Like, all this stuff is terrible. So I at that point made a decision like I'm going to do everything in my power to like not be in trouble. But I did not learn how to like properly take care of my mental health at all. Like I just knew what to do to stay out of trouble. I've always been like very high achieving person, very like driven, all that stuff. So like years go by and I'm just like essentially robot. Like, I'm just like on robotic mode. Like, I want to accomplish these things. I want to go to college. I want to. 
whatever. Fast forward, I tried to go to therapy when, twice when I was in college and it was a complete failure. Like now when I look back on it, I was extremely depressed, didn't know it. I had no idea what depression really even was. Like whatever I thought it was, was wrong. So now when I look back on it, I was extremely depressed. I was functioning and then at sometimes barely functioning. But yeah, tried therapy then, didn't work. And then like years later, I ended up in my 20s in this really, really toxic relationship. And then I reached out for help to someone that I knew was a therapist. And I was like, I know you can't be my therapist, but can you tell me where to get help? Because I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. And that person connected me with Christian Theological Seminary Counseling Center. And that's where my adult therapy and mental wellness journey began. And I've been in therapy consistently for the past like eight years. And yeah, so I tried to contain that story and make it organized as possible. (laughs) But that is the overall journey for me in terms of like, my mental wellness journey. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, first and foremost, these programs that you're talking about, I had never heard anything like that before in my life. So it's, <laughs> I'm like, who, yeah, who was that organization? I what need was to going find on? out. Yeah. What was going on? Because right. it was not right. It was wrong. <laughs> it was very wrong. That needs to be shut down if it's still out here. Oh, no, I'm not an advocate for that. Yes. No. You know, and, and now I think back, though, some of the things you were describing, I'm like, you know, it sounds like it's definitely out of date for like mm-hmm. what we currently do to help with mental health. But, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not 100 percent sure if they had any better options than what they provided you. So, yeah, in one case, I'm like, I'm glad they were trying to do something, even though it doesn't seem like it was very beneficial. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm glad that you were able to get connected with an organization that was able to provide you with the help that you needed. I mean, if you've been going for eight years, it's definitely something that has added value to your life. So can you talk a little bit about that, right? So once you were connected with an organization and with people Mm -hmm. that were helping you truly cultivate your mental health, what were some of the things that you did and what were some of the results that you were getting Mm -hmm. from, you know, this new portion of your story around mental health? Yeah, so I started with CTS and now I'm not with them anymore because I transitioned out and found another therapist. I'm with a different therapist now. But long story short, what I did was I felt like that was one of the major turning points in my life where I really took my life and my destiny and things into my own hands because before I might have thought I was doing that, but I wasn't really because there were so many areas of my being that were unaddressed and just completely shut down. And I didn't realize how shut down I was from like my emotions. I didn't realize how shut down I was when it came to exercising healthy boundaries in my relationships. Um, I just had no clue just how worked like my thinking was around so many different things. So it really helped to open me up in that way and give me a level of confidence that I just did not have 
before then. So yeah, therapy has been life changing. I was able to introduce my family to therapy in like very small ways. So I was in therapy when my grandmother passed away. So I was able to bring my family in for a session all together with my therapist and talk about that. And that is like the only time something like that has ever happened in my family. So it's just been amazing. And I've been able to advocate for my friends and my loved ones to start to do some of this stuff on their own. It's an investment. It just yields so many beautiful things. Like I don't even... (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Like I went in there for one problem. And that's what I always tell people who ask me about therapy. And that's why I'm so open about it. I went in there with one issue, which was I'm in this toxic relationship. I literally want to die. But I feel like before that happens, I want to get some help. You know, so I Mm. did that. And then it was like, boom, it just opened up the door for so much more after that. Wow. Yeah, I think it's really powerful that you took what was valuable for you to your family. I know that's a huge portion of what we do at Balance Period. We focus on generational wellness. And so for anyone listening, understanding that by you working on yourself, you are putting yourself in a position to help promote wellness in your family. And that will compound for generations to come. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind for sure. Yeah. It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Whoop so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all-new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period. Enjoy the rest of the show. Nick, any questions that you have? Yeah. So as you were saying, you're an advocate for people going through this process. So for any of our listeners who might be on the fence, what is something that you would tell them as far as your experience and that could kind of help them maybe make their choice? Yeah, I would say I understand being on the fence. It took me a lot of tries before I actually stuck with it. And even when I was in therapy, I would go through phases where I would go months without seeing my therapist. I don't do that anymore, but I definitely (laughs) went through that in the first couple of years. And I would just say, just try it one time. Just try it one time. I think if you're interested in anything, you should just try it once and and see if it works for you and then kind of go from there and really have an open mind about it. Because I think sometimes people build it up so much in their head about what the experience is. And that can be really touchy because it can scare you before you've even stepped in the room. And now you have all these notions about what's going to happen. And it's like, it's really not that deep, (laughs) but I just always try to push people, you know, to kind of go with their curiosity because clearly they're curious about it or else they wouldn't be bringing it up or thinking about it. So just, you know, Mm. go ahead, try it, keep an open mind and 
yeah, don't be afraid to connect with you because that's the whole purpose of it. Like there's a person there, but their job is really to guide you to connect with yourself. So yeah, you have so many facets of yourself that are just waiting to be realized and acknowledged and healed. So that's really what it's about. Nice. All right, now I'd want to dive a little bit into some of the specifics Mm -hmm. around the habits that you've adopted over the years to promote your mental health and wellness. So like, what are some of those things that you do to invest in your mental health as it pertains to the habits that you practice? Mm -hmm. So habits are very difficult for me, but what I've realized is that I have like tools that I can access Mm -hmm. and I try my best to implement systems for myself. And what I've learned is, and it's so funny because a part of it started with my mom when I was on Ritalin as a kid, there were certain things that she realized that could help and she would try to implement those things as well. So some dietary things, like I know that, my body does. And it's not about restricting myself from anything because I'm I'm a person that doesn't deal well with like restricting myself of certain stuff. I just feel like it's not fair. I'm just like, I live my life restricted. I'm grown. Now I'm gonna have whatever the hell I want. So restrictions are not really the best, but like, I know that like, I am my best when I manage my sugar intake. I'm my best when I go to bed at night at a reasonable time every night and I'm my best when I can wake up in the morning early before anything gets started and I can spend time just with me. And it took years. It took years to even develop that. Like the pandemic is what helped me develop that as far as like the waking up at that time and having a morning routine. I know y'all talk about morning routines all the time and it's such a big (laughs) deal, but I had wanted to have a morning routine for so long and I just felt like it was impossible because of the way my life was structured for a lot of years because of work and whatnot. But COVID happening shifted so much about my schedule and where I needed to be and when. And that's that's when I was able to develop that morning routine. I know that there's certain things that I really, really enjoy that I can go to when, you know, stuff gets a little hazy. So being physical, so being um, on a bike or being outside walking, I know that those things are good for me. Being outside in general is like top tier for me. So I have to remember that when I have those moments where another side of me just wants to isolate and stay in the house, I have to remember actually going outside makes you feel good. So you should just, you should do that. (laughs) So like having, yeah, those kind of tools and systems are what helps me to maintain um, my mental wellness now and always still working with a therapist. Like some people, you know, they don't have to go to therapy for a long time. They can go for a couple sessions, work through whatever they need to work through. And it's like, okay, I'm good. Like that was done. For me, I'm one of those folks that it's on like, you know, People get haircuts, they get their nails done, they do whatever, get the car washed. All those things like therapy is like in that mix for me as far as like an essential like other step that helps me be who I am. Yeah. Gotcha. It's fantastic. I I just want to highlight 
as she was describing what she does for her mental wellness, she kept saying, what works for me, or I'm at my best when. It is so important for you to just understand what those activities look like for you mm-hmm. that help you be at your best. Yeah. Because it's going to look different for everyone. That's like we talk about all the time. Self-awareness is the prerequisite for self-care. Mm-hmm. So it's important that you are, if nothing else, just learning about yourself a little bit over time so that you can give yourself what you need when you need it as it pertains to your mental and emotional well-being. Yeah. Which can I interject real yeah. quick and say how much Most definitely. how much I love that y'all highlight that as a key point, the whole self-awareness piece, because I think that's really at the crux of so many things, because people will try like there are thousands and thousands, if not more of things that you can try and books you can read and people you can listen to and all this shit. But it's like none of that works if you are not doing the thing that works for you. So I love that y'all make that such a priority because you can feel like it's all pointless if you keep trying stuff and it doesn't work. But it's like, okay, because you don't really know yourself. You don't really know what works for you. Right. Yeah. Right. Most definitely. Wouldn't it be nice to have a reminder to pause, breathe, and reconnect to the present moment? You can now get yourself a piece of mindful merch from the Balance Period store that will help you do just that. Each item in our store rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Just use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. That's shop.balanceperiod.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so let's go into the last couple questions that we have for you today. The first here is what three words would you use to describe the relationship you have with yourself and why would you use those words? Hmm. Complicated, deep, and consistent. Now, for those, right, for those three, mm-hmm. I think this is one of the most unique three words that I've heard on the show so far. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about the complicated and deep? I know I'm consistent is relatively, you know, that's relatively, you know, simple to yeah. grasp. But this concept of both complicated and deep, how, how does that work for you? I think the best way to describe it is that lyric from so fresh and so clean and I can't remember who said it but they was like I love who you are and love who you ain't that is really what it is for me so Mm. to this point where I'm at in life I'm really growing more comfortable with the things that I have and the things that I don't have the things that I am and the things that I'm not and it was hard for so long because I had spent so much time and energy trying to be something different because I felt that what I was was not right. Like, I felt like some of it was right, but I felt like so much of it was wrong because of, like, the type of reactions that I would have in certain situations and some of the treatment that I had experienced. So now I know 
better and I know more about myself and more about what some of those experiences, like what some of the underlying things might have been with it. And now I'm okay with that. And I am a person that is a perfectionist and every day it's a set of choices like how upset am I going to be if this doesn't go right or that doesn't go right or if I don't do it exactly the way that you know I think it's supposed to be or whatever like so it's like a constant set of choices like okay how am I going to respond to that and sometimes I do it in a way that I think is very loving you know, like I can be that mom to myself, like, oh, it's okay, you know, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. Be that nurturer. And then sometimes, depending on, you know, a lot of different factors, I am that very harsh disciplinarian. And it's choices, like, I'm not going to always get it right every single time. And just learning to be okay with that is where the complicated part comes from. And then the deep part just goes along with that because like me and myself have been through a lot. (laughs) So (laughs) no matter what, like it always comes back to a place of love. Like I may have those moments where it's, you know, and we all have them where it gets pretty Mm -hmm. rough, but more often than not, it comes back to like, I know that I am. I actually have a note written on my computer from Channing Nicholas. I am a channel for divine creative intelligence to flow through. And I know that. Mm. So that's where the deep love comes from. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for elaborating and sharing that. No problem. Thank you. All right, we made it to the last question. I'm going to set the scene. All right, you got a microphone. You have the ears of the entire world. The whole world is listening. And you got one minute. What message would you share with the world in that one minute? So this is a message that I am stealing from Jerry Springer of all people. But (laughs) take care of yourselves and each other. Real simple and straight to the point, but I feel like that message is very relevant today with everything that we've experienced and continue to experience. So, yep, take care of yourselves and each other. And check out my website, ebonychappelle.com. <laughs> there we go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it was under a minute. You know, I try to get All to right. the point <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> we appreciate it. We appreciate having you here. Thank you. I'm actually going to give you a little bit more time. So I know you mentioned your website, but... Yeah. Let everyone know how they can get in contact with you and how they can support what it is that you're currently working on. Yes. And thank you so much, Ray and Nick, for this fabulous conversation. I love being able to talk about this kind of stuff. It's, you know, a part of it is very cathartic, but then I'm a total believer that we help other people when we tell our stories. So I hope that me sharing mine helps somebody. So I appreciate the opportunity to do that. But people can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ebony the Writer. Everything's spelled the way it's supposed to be spelled. No spaces. Ebony the Writer. And my website is ebonychappelle.com. My podcast, What's Good with Ebony Chappelle. Episodes drop on Wednesdays. Not every Wednesday, but when I drop something, it comes out on a Wednesday. So you can check that out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, 
and YouTube. But thank you guys so much. I appreciate the conversation. Yeah, most definitely. All right, Nick, I'm going to hand it over to you. Is there anything that you want to leave everyone with today? Yeah, man, as always, it's a journey. So be kind to yourself the same way that you would a friend in need and have fun. All right. And for me, remember that you can't fill anyone else's cup if your cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect in order to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of becoming the change that you want to see in your family and in your community. Thank you all so much for traveling along this journey with us over the month of May. And we look forward to having you tune in next week to our next show. And we will be transferring a little bit, right? We're transitioning over into beginning to learn more about men's mental health awareness. So be on the lookout for four more fantastic stories of mental health journeys. All right. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learn from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learn to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.